Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia O'Donnell. Femi podcast for episode number 93. I'm Liz and I'm here as always with Est. This week we'll get you up to speed with where we've been at in our training as well as work and some pretty big and exciting update on the app. Spoiler alert, we are in the app store. We then will dive into a conversation about what we believe women runners need to succeed. Success being in quotation marks and referring to whatever you see as personal success in the sport. But before we do so, Est, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Liz. Yeah, just um, getting back into life here in Aotearoa. I was obviously over in Noosa World Thirds for a, um, an amazing trip where we not only launched the app, but also celebrated Liz's beautiful wedding to her partner, James, and now husband. And it was like just the most beautiful, magical day ever. Um, the most amazing venue lovely amount of people where it was like intimate but also like a lot of people to dance with and it was just so fun so shout out to Liz for putting on such a great party I had a great time uh, a few too many margaritas um, but we live and we learn yeah it was so fun <laughs> absolutely loved it um, but yeah like my training with you Liz obviously we trained together for a good two weeks um, I was I think as we neared the end of the trip on Struggle Street, I think my body was like, you know, hadn't run for two weeks and then had run like 30 to 40 Ks as I got over COVID again. And then I think I went up to 70 for a couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, I was craving some rest. I think in retrospect, maybe I was jumping up a little bit too fast. Um, I just think my tendons weren't quite keeping up and my body's sort of a little bit sore now. Um, so good lesson. If you have been off running, you know, for nearly four weeks as I was, like, just be careful as you come back. I think that's um, always, I think I just got excited, right? Like, I just wanted to run with you heaps. And, like, I was happy that I hadn't suffered long COVID again. So, anyway, it was worth it. And my body's bouncing back slowly now. Um, so, yeah, training's all good, I think last week pretty minimal and this week um just building back up again slowly and yeah I'm excited to look ahead and find some races as I build back up and try to get fit again um but yeah just excited and grateful that long COVID didn't get me this time and I did the right things um in terms of listening to my body and recovering but yeah apart from running and that rain work is really good too we're obviously in a really big time of change and Moving from beta to the app store, there's like a whole nother world for us to discover, which is cool. Um, I feel like I'm learning so much every day in the product team, which I'm really, really enjoying um, and how to sort of like, I guess, be a high functioning app that, you know, produces things quickly and changes things quickly alongside all your amazing feedback. So grateful to everyone. But yeah, I'm really good. Sorry, I feel like that was really long winded. <laughs> how are you, Liz? What have you been up to? Yeah, lots of exciting change um, and lots of exciting things going on in both our personal lives and 
at work. But yes, last few weeks have been awesome. It's been pretty crazy, a bit of a whirlwind um, with everything going on. But the wedding, as as mentioned, was so fun. It was a really beautiful day. Uh, Everything I could have imagined. I am very, very grateful that we just, everything kind of went to plan and it was just stunning. And I'm now I have a husband and it's kind of crazy to say, but yes, <laughs> it's amazing. And then I guess from training, like the last few weeks have been a bit up and down as well. I think we've spoken about this a lot on the podcast, just uh, finding space when when it's time to go and when it's time to pull back in terms of training and understanding where your priorities are. And the last few weeks have definitely been more around work and organizing and getting married, but, uh, you know, running's kind of taken a bit of a back step. So I've been able to train okay, but after the wedding, I got hit pretty hard with a bad cold. So that wiped me out for a few days. And if you can probably tell in my voice, it's still somewhat lingering, which is a bit annoying. Um, but yeah, I guess my consistency in my training over the entire year means that I can take a week or two weeks or whatever it might be um, out and it I know it won't really affect my overall fitness because I've been able to build that base over the year so I'm not afraid to take some days off when I need to but yeah I've kind of definitely got the the urge to like sign up to a race as you do yes like what is the next kind of race or start line and finish line that I want to go after but I still am not 100% sure but I am looking at potentially some more ultra marathon distances in the new year so we should I'm sure you said you weren't going to do that again I did say that uh, I think I said I don't want to do a hilly 50k again so we're steering more towards the uh, flatter 50Ks, but it should be fun. I think, you know, in my mind, I'm like, nothing could be worse than that 50K I did. So I want to think that anything else might feel relatively easy compared to that. Uh, so maybe it's a good thing that I started there. But yeah, I don't think I'd go back to running that crazy elevation in 50Ks again. It's not something I enjoyed. But yes, training and training and work is going well. Work is, yeah, uh, really exciting times. I'm, I'm sure many of you you have seen, as Est mentioned, we're in the app store now. So that means that if you are listening to this and you have an iPhone, uh, you can go to the app store and download Femi, which is pretty crazy um, that we're now, now at this point to be able to give the majority of you access to the platform. I know many of you have been listening for a long time and you know how hard we've been working on this product. So the fact that you now can actually get it <laughs> and not just imagine what we're building um, is really exciting. So if you haven't downloaded the app, you can do that now. But I guess where we're at in the app stores, we know things aren't perfect. We know there's so much potential for what we're building and we don't currently serve all women, which is our end goal is to serve all women of all abilities, of all life phases. Um, but right now we're definitely focused on women who are naturally menstruating, uh, running um, and have a regular, somewhat regular cycle. So if you are someone who's on contraception or you don't have a regular cycle for other reasons, stay with us. <laughs> we definitely want to be able to serve you in the future. So um, hang around for those those updates and those builds into what we're creating for you all but very exciting things yes what are what are some of the most exciting pieces of feedback we've received in the last week or so uh well I'll start with one quote which I think was just like 
so cool to hear because it's something we've worked on so much and um, dear to my heart um, is the run guidance. So someone said their, oh, her favorite thing about Femi is how easy it was to set up and how it actually is accurate at matching training to you. So we spent a lot of time, we even did a massive survey and gathered heaps of data from all of you amazing people about how often you run per week, you know, how many hours you run per week, what your expectations would be for, you know, run guidance. And we took all of that information into creating these programs, which are literally handwritten by myself, Lydia and Laura, our coach, amazing coach, Laura. So you have handwritten personalized guidance that's built around your menstrual cycle, built around your goals and about around your ability to, to hear that feedback from her was just like, you know, awesome to hear because we've done many iterations of them, improved them all based on your feedback. So keep the feedback coming. Um, we've been sending out a few surveys and we are so grateful to everyone coming back with um, feedback, good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, things that don't work, things that you want to see. We want to hear it all because um, we're keeping track of it all. But um, one of the biggest things, which if you're part of our broadcast channel on Instagram, um, so if you're not, that's a really good place to keep up to date with improvements and changes and polls that we do to help us um, build this product for you. Um, we shared that we are working on flexibility, which is one of the things that we saw was the um, the biggest demand from all of you. So it was that you can move your days around in your training. So you might be given a week where you run Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, but you can't work, run Saturday that week and you want to move your Saturday to Sunday. So we're making that functionality at the moment and it should be out pretty soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But that's an example of why it's so important that you tell us what you want because that was because you all told us what you want and we heard it and now we're doing it. So yeah, keep the feedback coming. Um, but that quote is probably one of the one of the best ones that we've received so far. Um, but yeah, heaps of positive feedback. Um, lots of things to work on still too. Love that. Yes. Thank you so much to all of you who have downloaded the app and yeah, extra thanks to those who are giving us that feedback and yeah, those involved in the broadcast channel, we appreciate all of you. And we know that all your insights are going to help us to create something that you all want anyway. So shout out to you all. Uh, so today we're going to dive deep into a conversation around what we, Esther and I, believe women runners need to succeed. And success can be taken many ways, but we really refer to success um, based on your own personal perception of what success in the sport is. So if you are someone who's chasing times, then maybe you have a set time that you want to achieve and you see that as your own success in running. But other people might just be getting up and going for two or three runs a week and really enjoying those runs. That could be a different version of success. So take that word as you may, um, but we definitely want to chat to how we think all of you women runners out there can actually make the most of running um, and feel that sense of success in what you're doing. So yes, should we deep dive into the first point? What what do you think women runners can be doing to succeed in their running journeys? I think the first one is something that we stand, you know, stand by with everything we do at Femi. Um, and it's built around, you know, Liz and I own personal experience where we didn't understand our body and so many women have been through similar experiences where we didn't value our menstrual cycle and didn't really 
um, understand what it meant for our like long-term health and how we can stay in sport and, and be successful athletes. So I think the first one is really, yeah, what Femi is all built about is understanding your body better, your cycle and your energy. So even if you don't have a menstrual cycle, it's like really tapping into your own body and um, understanding your energy levels and seeing them fluctuate might be around stresses at work or stresses at home, but like really tuning in and listening to your body and understanding it more means that you'll take the right action because you have obviously with awareness comes more compassion towards yourself and then action as well. So yeah, I think just obviously what we do stand by at Femi is that the more that we can understand our bodies, the more that we can understand our menstrual cycles and how the changes in hormones are actually impacting how we feel, the more we aware we are, the more we can take that action, listen to our bodies and, you know, be kinder to ourselves. Cause I think both Lids and I have been in that other side of the coin where it was push your body to the limit, always train hard, regardless of how you feel, push through, um, what was those stupid things like go hard, go home, like literally that mentality, um, which is just not actually good for you. Um, it's not sustainable and you're not actually understanding and listening to your body um, to get the most out of it. So since obviously flipping that, we've done a lot better, um, been able to be much more successful in sport. Both of us train at a really high level and we sustain it month on month. And that is because we understand our bodies and we're, we're much kinder to ourselves, but in saying this, like being kinder to yourself doesn't mean you don't train as hard. Like you, we train really hard, but we just listen to our bodies more. We take days where in the past we would have pushed through, which actually makes things worse. Um, so yeah, I think that's number one. And obviously what, you know, Femi stands by, um, what about you lids? What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I think when I started to actually learn about my body and understand where I was at throughout my cycle. It just made such a difference in the way that I felt about myself and approached my training. And I made so much more progress because of those two things um, than I would have if I just kind of yeah kept going on that train of just like train more and more and go harder and harder because I feel like you can get to this place where you end up doing training that you think is going to progress your fitness but it's almost like you take one step forward and then two steps back because you can't recover well from those sessions you end up in a state of fatigue all the time low energy availability and all those things negatively impact your fitness overall so it's almost like better that you don't train at all so um, I definitely agree with that one too and I think another one that's really helped me find success in running is setting myself up uh, for for success I guess it is and like taking an approach where I'm setting goals and making sure I know know where I'm going and what I want to achieve but also understanding where I'm at right now I think is really important and what I think I see a lot in athletes that I've worked with in the past is that they don't currently know where they're at but they know where they want to go but then they set their expectations so high that they end up again doing training that's just not right for them at that time and then because of that they don't actually get to the point where they want to go they don't achieve the goal because they haven't set themselves up for success from the get-go so like understanding how much training your body is used to how conditioned you are to actually running over estimating how much you can do is definitely something I see all the time and where injuries come and where fatigue comes and then building it 
unsustainable relationship with running means that you end up only doing it for a few weeks or a few months and then you burn out. So if you can't figure that out, talk to people around you of like, I've been running for X amount of years or X amount of months or maybe even a few weeks and I want to run a half marathon. How long is it going to take for me to actually get there in a really healthy and sustainable way? Um, seek out the coaches, get the advice that you need to make sure that you are setting yourself up for success when you're looking at your goals and where you want to go in the future of running, of your running journey. Um, it's definitely a key one for me. Love that. Yeah. Even when you were talking then, it just reminded me of what I talked about when you asked me how I was. And like, I probably misstepped on that step, you know, like I, I was like, oh yeah, 70 Ks, it'd be all good, you know, but like realistically, I'd actually, over the last four weeks, if you add the 40 plus the 30, I pretty much run about 15 to 20 Ks a week when you minus the two weeks off, you know, and like, I shouldn't be going from 20 K a week to 70. Like that's a recipe for an injury. And like, I did have a flare up in my left glute, which is the one that always gets injured. My little, little left glute. It's so annoying. Um, but yeah, that's such a good point, Liz. And like such, um, so valuable for people listening and even like myself still make these mistakes. So don't worry or feel bad if you've done this before, because we all still do um, these things um, along the way. Uh, another one that I think is really important personally is balancing with other forms of movement. I think we get this question a lot, like how often should I be strength training alongside running? And, and like, what about other cross training? Like everything you do physically and even mentally takes toll on your body and like adds to that stress that you're under. So if I think it's important to like understand, I guess, on your point, Liz, like where you want to go, what are your goals? If your goals are like, I really want to run super fast at this race, um, putting more emphasis into your running is one of your key, you know, forms of movement alongside your strength training and maybe doing like two sessions a week or something, um, two to three, it would be great for you to try to achieve those goals. But if your goals are more to just have fun with running, like you can, I'm sure you can sprinkle in a lot more different types of movement, just making sure I think that you're aware of like how much hit you're doing. So if you're doing, you know, if you play hockey, um, you do strength training, you run three times a week and you also um, play casual touch rugby on one day, like chances are you're going kind of hard in that casual touch rugby. You're probably doing some hit sessions in hockey and then if you're trying to do a fast run as well, that's already three plus heavy strength training. Like that's a lot on your body. So I think just like being really aware of what your goals are um, and tailoring, you know, the movement around that um, is really important. And just making sure that you have recovery following those hard sessions, I think is really important for, you know, seeing success and seeing progress over time. Just making sure if you are to do a hard session, say it was that hockey session, maybe the next day you do an easy run and then you can try and tap something in that's a little bit more intense the day after that. But I think it's something that we see a lot. Um, we've both seen it, both Lids and I and other coaches at Femi is people trying to do too much and they're trying to do two F45 sessions a week alongside their running, but they're doing those really high intensity strength classes rather than sort of like focused on building strength for running. So I think just being really aware about your goals, making sure that the other types of movement you're doing sort of surrounds those goals doesn't like, I guess, affect them badly because they're too intense and you can't recover properly. Um, I think that's really important. And I just think back to you, Lids, when you were, you know, running and doing your boxing 
um, training at such a high level and, you know, your body in the end struggled a lot with it. Like those are such key examples and I, I've done it as well in the past, just overtrain, tried to do too much. So I think that's really important to be successful in sport. Yeah, 100%. I would say this is probably one of the most important points, especially for women who have somewhat of an A-type personality and want to do more and more and think that that's going to be better for them. That was me. And I really thought that boxing, I ended up doing a fight. So it's a little bit different. But when I initially started boxing, it was for my fitness to improve my running fitness. And I was also doing so much high intensity training. And I want to say we were doing hundreds of burpees a week in multiple different high intensity classes. And when I was that age, I honestly believed that doing you know, doing hundreds of burpees a week would keep my heart rate up, which would mean that I'm going to get fitter or and lose weight or burn calories, um, which is going to like make me a faster runner, which was 100% not the case at all. I was doing a form of movement that was not crossing over to running at all. You know, a burpee movement is very different to a running movement. Um, and I was absolutely frying my energy levels to the point I would have been in low energy a low energy state constantly. I wasn't eating enough to replace what I was doing, but also just raising your heart rate that high every single day through a form of movement that wasn't beneficial to running was probably one of the worst things. Well, I think it would have set me back in my progress as a runner throughout my 20s quite severely. Um, and I wish I could turn back the clock, but I can't. And so um, I'm here with S to guide you all to not do that and don't make the mistakes that we did. But yeah, like every form of movement that I do, because running is my priority and maybe it isn't for you if you're listening and you're thinking, well, I just run to keep me fit for a different sport. That's a different story. But if running is your priority and you want to become a better runner, every form of movement you should do should be based on the pattern of running and making you stronger and more conditioned to the impact of running. So I think I've said this plenty of times here, um, but my strength programming is so basic and so monotonous, but it's because it's very, very specific to making me a better runner. Um, and that's all I do in the gym. <laughs> I think another really key one, which we won't speak too much to because we're not the expert here. We will and have brought uh, Sarah Woodison, our dietitian, into the conversation and we are due to bring her back. But having a balanced diet and eating enough fuel to get enough energy to actually do the training that you're asking of your body is again such an important point to get across if you are wanting to succeed in running running takes so much energy out of you and I think most of us underestimate how much we need to be eating to replenish what we're losing through running I definitely did this a lot in my 20s um, for different reasons including body image disorders uh, body image issues um, but yes, food is our fuel and we need that fuel to be able to execute our training. So a big one that I think a lot of us don't do enough of is eat enough protein. Um, I think we all understand how much protein we need and myself included, I probably still don't get in enough protein, but, uh, that is key to make sure we get in every meal, but even carbohydrates, you know, I went through a time in my life where I cut out carbs because it, again, I thought it would make me a better runner. It definitely did not. Um, but thought food is so, so important to stay on top of if you want to continue to see success in your running journey. 
we have plenty of really good resources from our dietitian Sarah that we can link into the show notes to go and listen to what exact food we need to be eating or concentrating on and how much energy we need to execute training. Um, so go and listen to those episodes. But uh, Es, do you have anything to add when it comes to fuel? No, I think just eat heaps. Like Lids and I were together over in Noosa and uh, I just loved how much we ate together and it was just great. Like I just absolutely frothed it. And then um, I even got told by someone that all they ever see me do is eat or every time they come <laughs> into the kitchen, they see me eating. So like, I think we just, yeah, we massively underestimate how much fuel we need um, in general. And as women, we've always been told to eat less because then you'll be skinnier. And that's like what society wanted from us for a very long time. Um, so it can be kind of hard to like change those thought patterns and change behaviors, but like, trust both Lids and I and we've both run our best since we fueled our body properly and you know we don't restrict our diets we eat what we want we obviously try to fuel um well like Lids said like you know getting all the protein carbs fats everything our body needs but like restriction doesn't help um in any way shape or form and I think I was talking to um Claire Dr Claire Badenhorst she is our me sports scientist and uh, she was just telling me the stats on endurance runners and that 60% of female endurance runners are at risk of low energy availability. So it's like much, like well over half of endurance runners who are women are risking losing their cycle or, you know, coming close to that point where their body could um, start, you know, changing their regularity um, or having some issues with their cycle. So I think it's just a, it's a nice reminder um, fuel up and I loved what Femi put on the gram the other day um, a day on a plate um, because I see that toxic stuff all over Instagram and you see like a day on a plate of a model and she eats no carbohydrates um, just some salmon and some asparagus and like a matcha latte with oat milk or something and I'm like you've got to be kidding me like <laughs> there's not enough food um, but anyway I just think fuel up ladies you got this like the more you eat the better you'll be um, able to recover and and um and perform at a high level and succeed in sport um I think the last one I want to just touch on um which is really important when I think about like working with athletes who have come to me um and then also leads yourself as a coach and like our own selves like you need like clear direction and you need some expert help to get um, running in the right way for you to, you know, avoid injury, to get better at running if that's your goal. Um, and yeah, to, I guess, enjoy running because some of the mistakes that we've seen come from people that just don't really understand how you can get better at running or how you can enjoy it more. Um, and that's like a lot to do with the variety and the running that you do, like your easy run should be so, so easy that you actually can enjoy it and you can look around the trees and look at the flowers and have fun and have a conversation with someone. And if that means you have to walk and run, that is fine. But like, that's the idea behind, you know, like an easy run. And then you've got speed sessions, which like target working a lot more muscles in your body, but also getting your heart rate up high um, and building your strength and building your speed. So like, and then there's obviously the long run and different types of run, but I guess you only get to know that stuff by understanding, having a clear direction and then having some help with programming. So 
I had one athlete come to me who would just run 5Ks every day as fast as she could possibly go. And she definitely wasn't getting faster. And then, you know, she actually only runs, I think, probably about 20% of her running now is fast, but she's a thousand times faster than she was when she came. And that's just because she has a good program um, like catered to her and then her goals and um, sort of that background understanding of running. But um, this would be a shameless plug here. But if you are looking for clear direction and programming, come to the Femi app because we have programs all the way from 5K to a marathon. Um, but we also have um, all guidance for running all the way from a 5K to a marathon. But we also have programs built to help um, increase your fitness level, um, maintain, so more for people who potentially have suffered um, multiple injuries in the past and want to be a little bit more conservative with their running or, you know, want to just maintain where they're at. They don't want any pressure. Um, they just want to run. Um, but then we also have recovery programs and we have, um, sorry, recovery guidance. And then we also have speed guidance being built at the moment because that's what you all voted for. Um, so if you do want programming, um, you want guidance around your running, come to the Femi app. Um, but I think that is like a really key one for seeing success in running is actually like understanding the reason why you're doing something and having purpose behind each session um, around your program and your goal. Yeah, definitely. I would say the biggest thing that I see so many runners do is either try to guide themselves in their running journey and make up their own training without the experience and knowledge that it takes to actually put together a really thoughtful um, and personalized program that's right for you. And then most of the time, those people who are like pulling together their own programming are pretty driven and are pretty dedicated to their running and they end up over-programming for themselves and doing too much. And then again, go down the path of overtraining, under-recovering uh, and potentially getting injured or burnt out. So having a program built by experts is just so important to make sure you're doing what is actually right for you um, and looks at like the really big picture of your running journey versus just like, we want to get you to this marathon in 12 weeks. Let's just train you as hard as we possibly can for you to get as fit as you can to race that marathon. Um, whereas we look at your running relationship as something that you should be and want be wanting to do for the rest of your life um, and like how can we do that in a really sustainable way and I think um yeah I guess I've seen other programs that are out there I mean there's thousands of programs that are accessible for people to follow um, that people can follow towards their goals but so many of them are just like not personalized enough and definitely don't take into account the menstrual cycle but having that program I think it's just such a good way to also just stay, stay accountable. Yes. Like a hundred percent, but also just like stay, um, stay focused on the end goal and uh, allow yourself to actually enjoy the training because you're not completely crushing yourself every day. Um, and yeah, it's a long, it's a long-term game, right? So that's the goal of our programming, but having a program is just, so so important as a runner so that you know what even with what you're doing when you wake up in the morning what session you're going to go do and you don't have to think about it too much totally yeah I reckon that's also a huge part of it is like a lot of people listening are probably super busy women they might have kids you're like under a lot of stress already like 
the mental fatigue of trying to figure out what to run, it's nice to have that done for you as well. So there's another added bonus for like getting told what to run. Definitely. Yes. So as Est mentioned, uh, you can definitely get that programming from the FEMI app, but if you have any questions on it at all, definitely come to us and have a chat with us. Um, at any point, we'd love to jam on ideas and thought and get thoughts and feedback from you at any t- any point. So um, come to us on Instagram if you would like, or you can actually go through that to um, send through your feedback directly from the app too. We will uh, link the access to the app in the show notes. So you can go ahead and do that. But Esther, is there anything else you want to add for today? No, I think that was good. I feel like we covered most of the things I would have thought of to, you know, yeah, get success or find success in your own way in running. So good. Um, Well, thank you so much. I do have a bit of a question, which I think would be awesome to hear back from all of you is we do have guests that come in and out of the podcast, which we appreciate so much bringing other conversations to the podcast, but we'd love to hear from you. Who would you like to hear from? We um, have had some incredible guests in the past but we're very interested in in hearing who you guys are interested in hearing from too. So get at us on Instagram. You can either slide into Esther or I's uh, Instagram, or you can go through the Femi channels and send us your requests and we'll see what we can do our end. Love that. But in the meantime, we will be back with a special guest next week. So stay tuned for that one. Um, Appreciate you all. Thanks so much, Esther. We will chat to you all very soon. Thank you.